Good morning. Tap, tap. Can y'all hear me? Happy Monday, guys. In this episode of Let's Go to Work, we're going to be talking about my nose job and when it's happening, how it's happening, who's doing it for me, all that information. Um, We're also going to be talking about how I basically went viral online. I cannot believe it. It's all happening. I'm going to be diving into the porn industry because I'm going to become a porn star now. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about my trip to the mountains and how I almost fucking died. So... If you're ready, buckle up those seatbelts and let's get to work. <sighs> Good morning, guys. It is May 3rd. Monday, May 3rd. Sorry, I forgot to mention that it's Monday as if all of you guys don't know already. Because you're probably fucking hating the fact that it's Monday already. and You have to go to work or you have to, you know... Get back on the horse. Unless you work on the weekends, then at that point, I am so sorry for you. I haven't worked a weekend day in, like, two weeks. So, other than that, I can usually relate. But right now, you know, I just got back from vacation. I am relaxed. I am my highest self. I am the highest that I could ever be. And no, I'm not talking about drugs. I just need to take a second to talk about Ricky Martin. He just dropped some pictures with Sean Magazine. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not fucking sure, but goddamn, he is looking so fine. These black leather pants and that hairy ass fucking chest. This is an old man that has aged gracefully. I have been listening to this man since I was like, I don't know, five years old. That is a big old lie. I don't actually know how old Ricky Martin is. But honestly, gay icon, he is who and how I aspire to be when I am older. I just hope that I age this gracefully. I am hating my fucking internet right now. I can't stand it. It's so fucking annoying. It's so goddamn slow. But let's move on past that. Let's move past our struggles. It is a Monday after all, so... Are we surprised, really? No, we're not. I want to start talking about my trip to the mountains. It was so nice. We went to Asheville. Well, that's primarily where we stayed. Um, Just like venturing out and touring around. But we were actually staying somewhere else in another city not too far from there. Um, The views were so amazing. I do love going to the mountains. It's always so refreshing being out there with nature. I loved it. I think I was definitely... I think it was a very a much needed vacation and then just break from life itself to just sit back, not think about who's calling me, who's texting me and just focus on what's in front of me. Really living in the moment. We ate lots of good food. We went to a beautiful park where we saw dozens of flowers. We went on a three mile hike almost, which was delicious. I loved it. There was a river, there were animals, there were butterflies. It was honestly so beautiful, and then right before the trip ended, we almost fucking died. I don't know how many of you guys have seen a waterfall, but I've never seen a waterfall in real life. I understand the concept of a waterfall. It's just, you know, water falling from a high point area. But one of the things that we really wanted to do while we were on this trip is go see a waterfall or... We were actually supposed to go on a tour. It was like a four-hour tour. We were supposed to see four different waterfalls, but that ended up not happening. And that's okay. I'm still very happy with the trip that we had. 
But we all do want to see a waterfall, and so we're like, you know what? Let's just Google it up real quick. We started driving to the nearest waterfall, and driving up a mountain is really scary. I was doing fine for the most part. I mean, there are a lot of steep slopes and hills and a lot of woods. You never know when an animal is going to jump out of the woods. Now, I really hate the feeling of being in a roller coaster without actually being on a roller coaster. So there was a point in time where we were going down a hill and at the very bottom of that hill, there was, or I guess I should say slope, there was a curve, like a really sharp left turn. And whenever our friend was driving, I could feel my heart drop because if you were going too fast down that hill and you did not make that sharp left turn, you were going to fall over the fucking precipice. I, my nerves were, I just couldn't, I can't describe it. And roller coasters are relatively safe because they're, you know, in a locked up railing. But when you're just, you know, using your own fucking skills as a driver and having to rely on yourself, I just, honestly, it, w- it was too much for me. We ended up actually stopping. I think we were not too far away from the waterfall, but we gave up. We decided to turn around. There was just no way that we could comfortably continue down that path and we knew we were gonna get to the top of the waterfall it was just gonna get worse so we ended up actually turning back around and it did not help the fact that we were all high so you know we were already much much more paranoid than we would have been if we were sober but I think I still would have been freaking out so yeah that happened and I'm just glad that I'm here alive chatting with you guys so aren't you happy that I didn't die Now, you guys know that I'm obsessed with the Real Housewives of any town. Beverly Hills, for the most part, at the moment right now, though. And Kim, she just got a fucking nose job. And now it makes me want to get a nose job. I've been wanting a nose job for the past, I don't know, like five months. And realistically, do I need one? No. Do I have a deviated septum? I don't think so, so there's no real medical need for me to have one, but I don't know, you know, she said, if there's something about you that you don't like, change it, and I just really feel like I I could have a better nose. I want to be as symmetrical as possible, because science says that the more symmetrical that you are, the more attractive you are for people. And since I'm planning on becoming a porn star, I really feel like it's important for me to have a as symmetrical of a body, as symmetrical of a face as possible. Now I'm just kidding, don't believe me, I am not becoming a porn star today, but maybe next week I might. It really depends on, you know, my finances and how I'm doing. However, this was a topic that I wanted to talk about this week just because it's so easy to get started. I'm not saying that, you know, being in the porn industry and, you know, being a sex worker of some type is an easy job. I don't think so. I think you need to have a lot of courage to show your whole entire naked self on screen. Excuse me, I just had to, you know, snort up some cocaine real quick. My allergies are so bad and they just keep getting worse and worse as the pollen season continues. But let's not deviate from the topic at hand. And that is why so many people have an OnlyFans account. Now, I don't want to shit on anyone, but I'm sorry, I have to. 
I, if you're not familiar with Twitter, then I understand it is complicated to use. I actually originally downloaded like back in like 2015, but then deleted it because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and then re-downloaded a couple of years later and now I am obsessed with this app. However, right now on almost every single account that I see, everyone has a link to their OnlyFans and I just don't understand what's going on. Now, I was reading a report a couple of weeks ago because typically when somebody has on their OnlyFans that they're at the top 1.7% or they're at the top 0.07% of like subscribers, it seems impressive. However, the reality couldn't be further from the truth. On the report that I ran, I mean, on on the article that I read, it said that, you know, during this COVID pandemic, a lot of people were out of jobs and they were super fucking bored. And so a lot of people made OnlyFans account. However, being an actual sex worker and like posting videos and shit on it like that, or even if, you know, your OnlyFans is non-sexual and you just have your art or, you know, whatever else that you want to create for your fans. However, let's be honest, OnlyFans is primarily used to post content of a sexual nature and that's fine however like i was mentioning all of these people created only fans during the covid pandemic and not everybody kept up with it just because you do have to constantly be creative about it creative about what you're posting you have to post constantly i suppose this separates the true visionaries of the porn industry versus you know jonathan down the street trying to make five dollars so he can go buy a coat so you have all these people that are like in the top one percent yeah bitch no duh because we have all of these fucking accounts that were started that have absolutely no activity so yeah compared to that you're gonna be in the top one percent i have two major grievances with OnlyFans. Now, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because, yes, during COVID, I also created an OnlyFans and I also stopped and I didn't post anything. But now I'm glad that I didn't. I think it's a very easy way to make money and it doesn't take much effort to really post a jerk-off video, which is what most people do. And I guess that's why I have such a big issue with it is because... It's become so normal and normalized that everyone is just willing to do it. And though, yes, you do have to pay to view these people's nudes and their sex videos. I mean, paying $10 a month for everyone to see deep into my private life. I just honestly don't think it's worth it. And I'm not gonna lie, whenever I see that somebody has an OnlyFans, I do think less of them. Not because they're doing porn, because if they were a porn actor or actress, you know, I've read and I heard stories about everything that they do and how complicated it can be to make a porn video that can attract the masses. But I'm sorry, Joey or Katie, even if you're making a lot of money, I feel like you didn't try hard enough on any other aspect of your life and try to really use up any skills to make the most out of your life and to get income that way, if that makes any sense. I would say my second grievance is against people that are actually subscribed to an OnlyFans because you're perpetuating this notion that all you have to do is be hot or be able to please people's specific fetishes in order to make a lot of money. I know that people are making thousands of dollars off of the porn industry and you know props to them for making that money am i jealous of you making that much money yes of course i would love to be financially free to do whatever the hell i wanted but then i think are you limiting yourself if you're making so much money off of this and 
then what other skill do you really need to have in life? I'm gonna sound like a big ass hater right now and I promise you that I'm not because I watch porn, I love porn, I don't know of a single person that doesn't, you know, except when I come, then I'm like, what is this filth? And I don't mean to sound, you know, all high and mighty or make people that are in the porn industry feel like they're pieces of shit, but I do think it's pretty basic. I think any job that just requires looks in order for you to be successful is a basic job. Do I think it limits people's growth? Definitely. Will it ever stop? Probably not. And is me making a segment about it and talking about it going to make a difference? Honestly, no. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is my fucking podcast and I can talk about whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about. And if you have a problem with it, just don't listen. At the end of the day, I've said it before, I just want people to really think about what they're doing. And I'm sorry, but if someone's listening to this and the shoe fits, then if it's going to help them really think about their lives and the decisions that they're making and make a change for the better, then I did my job. And I'm guilty of this too, because I've had, or I mean, I've been like a cam boy, so that's essentially the same thing. And looking back at it, I do regret it. I hope that there's nothing out there of me in public that people can see because right now I have this random ass video on my Instagram that went viral. It has over 2,000 likes, over 100,000 views, and honestly, it's insane to me. Maybe it's not like completely viral, but to what I've experienced so far, that's a lot of people liking my video and seeing my video, and it's just astonishing to me. I definitely prefer that. I prefer using my own wits and all the skills that I have to become famous that way than to, you know, post a shirtless picture of me and my penis out for the people to see. I joke about it a lot, about becoming famous and becoming rich, but I really don't care about any of that stuff. Even the podcast, I mean, if it goes well and it grows i will be so ecstatic and so happy but if it doesn't even this small community that i have for people supporting me i love it and i obviously enjoy it enough to come here every monday and talk to you guys about all the crazy shit that i'd be getting into i think more than anything OnlyFans just makes me lose a little bit of hope in humanity each time because you have all of these people subscribe to all of these other people that are literally just sitting at home jerking off or fin fingering their clits. And I just have to think, okay, like you have 100,000 people willing to pay $10 a month to watch videos of you fingering yourself. However, these same people are not contributing any money towards anything that might help the earth. Like, how many polar caps aren't melting? How many homeless people aren't there out there you could be using your money and your resources to help to greater causes but people are selfish and and since i can't change anything i'm just gonna say it makes me sad you know there aren't many moments that surprise me or really catch me off guard However, there is one man that doesn't seem to get a clue. He's basically my mom's handyman and comes and fixes whatever she needs fixing. And sometimes I'll help him out just because I am that good of a son. But every time that I go help my mom and he's there at the house, he always asks me, where's my girlfriend? And why don't I have a girlfriend yet? Honestly, I feel honored that he thinks I am straight and that I want a girlfriend because everybody that I talk to, they immediately say that I'm the gayest person they've ever met. 
and I can totally see how like my flamboyantness can be transcribed as friendliness, but to him, it doesn't even register that I could potentially be gay. And I'm pretty sure he stays drunk the entire time he's working because I always see him crack open another beard I ha- beer after he's done with one. But still, I guess I'm straight now and I am going to identify as a straight man from now on. Thank you, everyone. Maybe if I do that, I'll have a better luck of getting dates with these fucking faggots. Now, you guys know that I've been going through a period of realization, a period of enlightenment, a period where I just want to be my better self. This past week, I got on Tinder and I really wanted to go on a date on Sunday. I really wanted to go on a date just because it's been a long time since I've talked to a guy romantically. I was actually talking to my mom and telling her that it's been a long time since I've been with a guy and the last guy that I was with, my PR guy, we were together for the summer and then he moved came when fall came around. I was telling my mom that this happens to me all the time. I always find summer flings, but they can never make it through the holidays. Like, when am I going to find a guy that's going to fall in love with me and give me all the shit that I want for Christmas? Come on. Nevertheless, I matched with a couple of guys and I kept it chill. I always try to be witty about the first messages. If I have to send the first message out, though I usually only reply to people that message me first. I definitely don't want to seem too needy, but these gay men just... Honestly, I don't know what the fuck you're doing online. I don't know why you're in a dating app if you're not going to be messaging people. If you're only going in there to match with people, what the fuck are you doing? So sometimes I have to message first and I'm okay with that. I had conversations with three separate guys. There were more conversations out there, but all those people were like, are you looking? I have a 10 inch penis. Do you want it? And I'm like, sir, I am a virgin. Please don't talk to me like that. But there were three guys that were super sweet and, you know, were super chill during our conversations. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and make the first move. Do you want to go to dinner with me on Sunday? I just don't see a point in, you know, chatting for days on end with no actual plans. So Sunday's the only time that I had left coming in for my vacation. So let's have dinner on Sunday. I asked this to three separate guys. And after I asked that question, neither of them replied. I was really dumbfounded because on their profiles, it said said that they're looking to go on dates and they're looking for relationships. They're not looking for hookups. So what the fuck is going on then? I asked you to go on a date and you just don't reply. One of them was actually new to the city and they were like, oh, just, you know, want somebody to show me around town. And I'm like, this is honestly the perfect way to meet somebody if you're new in town. If you're new in town, I'm probably not going to be looking for a major relationship with you, but can we at least go on a date? Who knows? We might become really good friends or a good summer fling. This, this is the reason why I'm barely ever talking to anyone and why I've stayed single for so long because nobody actually wants to make an effort to build anything. At least not here in Charleston. And I'm not upset. They don't owe me an explanation if they choose to not respond to me after I ask them on a date, it's totally fine. Maybe it's too intimidating. Maybe I am too intimidating for, you know, being the first one to pop up the question, but somebody's gonna do it. And if you're not interested, that's fine too. I really don't give a shit. I know that I'm hot. I know that I'm worth it. So at the end of the day, it's your loss, babe. Will I continue to look for a date? Absolutely. My goal is to go on at least one date in fucking May. That's all I'm trying to do. Because I know that once I get somebody, if I can at least have somebody to fuck around with for the summer, 
it's gonna be a good summer. It's gonna be a great summer. I'm ready to turn up. Now, somebody on my DMs asked me if I go through periods where I'm extra horny and periods where I'm not horny at all. I wanted to do some research before I talked about this topic because I don't know, or I didn't know if it happened to all men, but turns out, yes, it does, and we are not alone here. There is research that has been done that, you know, men do go through cycles where they are extra horny or they're not horny at all and they don't want to have sex. Um, I think it is totally normal. I, I mean, if you've been listening from the beginning of this podcast, you know that I've been celibate and I have not been having sex as of yet but i think i am definitely now that the summer is starting to come back up heat is rising the body temperature is you know heating up and with that comes hormonal changes so right now i mean i'm looking to date around and i am looking to have sex with somebody yes i think it's totally normal if right now you're going through a period where you don't want to have sex it's totally fine if you don't want to have sex don't have sex don't just you know sleep with anyone that wants you for it and if you want to have sex go have sex no one's gonna stop you do what you do do whatever's gonna make you happy because that's what i'm doing and i'm gonna preach whatever i believe in you know what, right now I'm looking to fuck, so I'm gonna go on dates until I find my perfect match. And if it's only a summer fling, then it's only a summer fling. If it's something more, then it's something more. I'm not really gonna worry about it too much. Right now I'm just trying to find somebody that I'm compatible with that I'll be happy having sex with. You know who I don't understand? People that only post on Snapchat like once every seven months. I mean, I get if you're not like that big into social media and, you know, you don't really keep up with anybody on Snapchat or you don't keep up with your stories on Snapchat. I totally get that. That's totally fine. But at that point, why not just get like an Instagram where you can literally post whenever the hell you want to. And it's not just like a random story on your Snapchat every seven months. So random, I know, but it happened to me this weekend. I was just frolicking through the woods and then I randomly see a I mean I guess all social media in general is just randomness that you want to upload for people to see but I don't understand people that I only post once every seven months because I'm just like okay like who exactly is this video for like what's your targeted audience I mean I guess people just want to show people what they're doing I I don't understand you might as well just make an Instagram but with that being said I am planning on reducing the amount of social media accounts that I have, probably starting with Facebook as well as Snapchat. Instagram has pretty much all the features that Snapchat has, though not all of my friends are on Snapchat, but if they're my friend on Snapchat, I probably have them as a friend on my phone, so I could be totally fine just reaching out to them personally. But also, Facebook has just become way too toxic. It's been a really toxic environment for a really, really long time. Primarily because most of my family is on there and all of my family is toxic. So I do want to start off eliminating any social media that I have that is not really bringing any fulfillment into my life and it's just basically wasting energy and time. I want to really start using the time that I have To be more productive, I was talking to my roommate telling her that I'm going to buy a book about financial planning. I have books about working out that I like to read every now and then. And it's, you know, something that I don't have to force myself to finish if I don't want to. But it's always there if I need any sort of advice. As you guys know, I got the How to Do Your Taxes for Dummies 
book not too long ago, well, a couple months ago when I was talking about it on my podcast. So I definitely want to build my book collection because I read somewhere that smart, successful people read at least one book a month or something like that. So I definitely want to expand my knowledge. You guys know that I started, oh, that I have a thesaurus now. And not only do I have a thesaurus, I also downloaded a word of the day app that's going to be telling me or teaching me new words every day so I can expand my vocabulary and not sound like an idiot when I'm on here podcasting, which it's going to take a while for me to implement these words onto my daily colloquial language and make it a part of my speech, my daily speech. But, you know, I'm trying to better myself. This entire thing started because I was talking to one of my friends and... She knows how to read an analog watch or an analog clock. I know how to read one too. However, it does take me a little bit longer than everything else to, I mean, than a regular digital watch. And I am kind of disappointed in myself. I am disappointed that I've lost many skills that I used to have when I was a kid. And I am tired of being a bimbo, I guess, in a way. I don't think I'll ever be able to have the street smarts that I need to you know, go to the streets and be smart. But I think I can continue my path in learning. And even though I'm not in school, I can try to teach myself as many things as I can. I definitely think I lack a lot of just basic knowledge that, A, it should have been taught to me in high school, but it wasn't. So now it's my job to teach myself. I mean, for example, when I got my most recent car about two years ago I shouldn't thinking back at it I shouldn't have gotten it if I had kept the current car that I had I would have paid it off by now I wouldn't have another fucking car payment that's twice as much as what I used to pay because I was originally a first-time buyer I was paying like a $200 car payment and now I'm paying an almost $500 car payment so such a stupid decision of me to make but I didn't know anything back then I am a first or a second generation American, one of those two. And so it is a lot trying to, you know, get accustomed and familiarized with a new type of economy when your parents don't know that much about it themselves. So I've been having to teach myself a lot of skills that a lot of people, a lot of other people have their parents to help them out with. So, you know, I just don't want to make basic mistakes like that again. I really want to envelop my mind in useful information. That way, not only am I able to help myself, but I can bring some of the knowledge that I've read and that I've researched back into this podcast and help those people that don't have the skills either or don't have the help that other people already have. I've noticed that sometimes I'll be in a room where my friends are talking and they're talking about all these plans and things that their parents have taught them. And I'm like, oh my God, like I wish I would have known that when I went to go buy my first car, you know, and really thought about the decision that I was making. But unfortunately, I didn't. And I got suckered into, you know, buying a $25,000 car with a $500 you know, monthly car payment. And now I regret it. But it's lessons that I have to learn the tough way, um, or that I, you know, ended up forcing myself to learn the tough way because I didn't do any research prior to that because I am a very trustworthy person. I'm hoping that when I go into a dealership or when I go into a store, the salespeople are going to be honest with me. But you know, I can't do that anymore. Obviously, they're out here looking out for themselves, getting that commission, getting that money. So I have to make sure that I am the most informed to make sure that not only am I getting the 
products and services that I want, but then I'm also not screwing myself over in the long run. And this is mainly talking about, you know, financial stuff that I really want to focus on. But it's not only going to be about that. I want to just be an all-around, well-knowledged individual. But I think the first thing that I have to really focus on is making sure that I am, I am making me time. I've talked about it in the past before that, you know, I let my roommate kind of make all the decisions in our lives and I have to step away from it. I It's hard though because I love spending time with her and every time that I'm with her, you know, it's so cool. We, I mean, you guys know how it is when you, I mean, imagine being around your friend, your best friend 24-7. I mean, it's so relaxed. We keep everything so chill. But I think because everything is so chill, we don't push ourselves to be the best versions that we can because it's like, oh my God, like right now, right now we're doing so well. We're so happy. Why change anything? But it was going to change you for the better. I think that we definitely need to make those changes. I think that we're both limiting each other. And so I am hoping that you know, if I start, you know, stepping away a little bit more and I think we will still have our downtime where we talk to each other and enjoy each other's company. But I think, you know, maybe watching seven hours of TV is not the most beneficial thing for the both of us. So I think it's within ourselves to make those necessary changes to be our better selves. Whenever I actually, I didn't even mean to go buy a car. I was just trying to get the appraisal on my vehicle to see, you know, how much it was worth versus how much money I owed. And when I went in there, I was in there for like five hours. And before I knew it, they had pretty much bullied me into getting a whole fucking new car. They got, they went to go grab the manager. I tried my hardest to resist from getting a new car as long as I could but then as I was about to leave they were like the guy was like well let me go get my manager real quick and then he I felt like I was in trouble I felt like if I left without buying a new car I was wasting these people's time and I was gonna get written up or some shit like that so it is very scary going out into this world on your own when you're you know 19 20 years old you know you don't know shit about fuck and all these people just trying to take advantage of you. I want to step away from that because at the end of the day, if there are any decisions that I want to make for myself, I have to make those decisions. I mean, when I'm going to the store, you know, I'll ask my roommate, you know, should I buy this? Do you think it's a good idea to buy this? And she'll just say like, you know, well, if you want it, get it. I mean, what else can she tell me? Like, she's not my financial advisor. She doesn't know my budget. She doesn't know anything about my financial life. So she's just probably thinking from a point of view where like, if you really want something, go for it. But in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, is this the best financial decision for me? Do I really need it? But these are only answers that I'm able to answer myself. I mean, these are only questions that I'm able to answer myself. So I am trying to be more proactive and be more independent in decisions that I'm making by myself. For myself. Now, this is not saying, no, I talked about a few weeks ago that I'm accepting to get more help. So that's a totally different topic. I just want to be able to fend for myself and not have so many questions and, you know, be a more decisive person, I suppose. Okay, my rants and my life lessons are over. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this amazing car ride to work, guys. It has been a wild week. I hope that this upcoming week is even wilder and I experience many more experiences. You guys know that I'm all about experiences. I hope that you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. Like I said, I love coming in here and talking to you guys even though you're never here really with me, but that's okay. I still love you all so much. I am hoping to really stick with these goals that I'm trying to get through. You know, fuck New Year's goals. I don't believe in those things. I think that they add way too much pressure. I mean, coming up with a new goal for a whole year, I mean, ridiculous. How about we give ourselves like quarterly goals? Like this goal, this quarter of the year, I wanna achieve this. And then we just go from there. I think that would be much easier. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do every time, you know, either a new month hits or some, you know, a new quarter hits. I try to achieve a new goal in my life. Um, like I said, right now, it's just really becoming financially free. I'm trying to get out of, out of all of my debt. And um, it's going to be a work in progress. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success in the future. And I will definitely be traveling a lot more often. Um, as you guys know, I've been traveling for work enough as it is already. But I'm talking about, you know, traveling more for my personal enjoyment and fulfillment. So as I go out of town and I experience new experiences, you guys will be the first to know. But only if you're following me on my social media. Like I mentioned, my username is JC underscore zero MF. And... I have my baby Soul right here with me. So if you want to follow him and Corey, my little babies, my little kitties, you can follow them at Two Cool Cats. That's T W O dot Cool K O O L Cats K A T S. That is our Instagram page, and you can find all of their precious pictures. Nice and that right, my baby. Oh my goodness, you're so adorable. You're so cute. Obviously, if there's any goals that you guys are trying to work on, whether it's for the year or for the quarter or for the month, let me know. Maybe there are some goals that, you know, you can teach me to do or that I am not even thinking of setting for myself that I could. I love interacting with all of you guys online, so please continue to reach out. I absolutely love it. If you're my best, if you're one of my friends or in my social group of my circle social group whatever the fuck i'm trying to say i can't really talk right now because i'm about to go have um not alcohol ha 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 let me know let me know if there's anything you think i should try out um as part of you know becoming the best version of myself i would love to hear more information on that don't forget to leave me a five star rating on apple podcast as always it does help and if you guys leave the comments on there i will be going in there and reading them remember it doesn't matter whether it's good feedback or bad feedback so long as you're not being an asshole about it i would love to read it um but even if it's bad feedback do not leave me anything less than five stars i will go to your house i will kill you and um no you may not use this in a court of law just fyi if you're not subscribed don't forget to subscribe that way you get weekly notifications when i drop an episode you don't want to miss sometimes these things be going on crazy 
Um, and if you follow me on the other social platforms for podcasting, whether it's Spotify or Alexa or Google Podcasts, share with your friends, share with your family, especially if you think they might benefit from listening to this episode. Again, I want to just, you know, give out one big old disclaimer that I don't hate anybody in the porn industry. I love all of you guys. You guys help me come every day. I just hope that that's not all that you're trying to be in life and that you're aspiring to be more than just that. And who knows, maybe one day I'll have a porn star on my podcast and we can discuss about their future and their wants and their needs and how, you know, being a porn star has changed their lives. So I will also be working on that. But until then, you will talk to me and you will see me next Monday. Please stay safe. Please drive safer. Good luck at work, guys. Bye.